everybody. Welcome to this episode of No Turning Back Podcast with me, your host, Rashawn Copeland, and our fabulous co-host, Joshua Broom. We will explore on this show what it means to follow Jesus and to never look back, to never turn back. I don't know about y'all, but for me, this faith walk is not a cakewalk. It comes with challenges. For many of us, believing in Jesus was just the first step. And then on the journey, we expected for it to get better and better, right? And then trials come and the road gets too hard or too long or too fraught with difficulty and danger. And when disappointment comes, when disillusionment and doubt and death even death. When it comes, are we tempted to turn back? That's the question we're going to introspectively ask ourselves every single episode. And we're going to bring friends on to talk us through what it looks like to practically grow through what we go through, right? Experience true lasting growth based on the promises of God and not the plans of man. What does it look like to continue to trust in the truths that are found in the scripture and to be transformed by God's power and grow in our identity in Christ and renew our mind and free ourselves from our past to become who God has called us to be. Let's talk about it. Let's get into this show with no further ado. Let's go. Hey, Ron and Ann, thank y'all so much for joining us. A Better Us Marriage. Man, what is that? Like, share with us a little bit about A Better Us Marriage. What does that look like? Well, great to be with you guys, Rashawn and Joshua. Thanks for having us. Uh, A Better Us is a a TV ministry, but we're also doing a lot of online stuff. And it's trying to, with God's help, become a better us as married couples. Because you know what? Marriage at the outset looks wonderful. It looks like a piece of cake. It looks like you're, you're joining your life with your best friend. I mean, it couldn't get any better than that. Right. right. And then life happens Mm -hmm. and oh my word, what do you do? Because all of a sudden those things that you love most about him are bugging you like crazy. (laughs) And so we just have to find ways that we can learn to find those differences. And instead of them doing this, we kind of blend them together and we make a strong unit instead of a fractured unit. So that's what we're trying to figure out. So a better us, what we do with that is that, because we we don't necessarily count ourselves as marriage experts, you know, but we we connect with the people who are. So we have some of the best marriage and relationship experts out there today from a a Christian perspective. And we highlight just short teachings, just like a a nugget that they would have on a teaching, maybe four or five minutes long in the program. And then we have some couples that just kind of sit together, right? Actually taped in our kitchen island around the island right there. I have to tell you guys, there's (laughs) nothing that motivates you to clean your kitchen, like knowing cameras are coming in with these bright lights. And so my kitchen gets regularly thank you very much we we just kind of back talk those teachings and and we kind of unpack and we have our own personal stories and it's kind of fun and lively and and, uh engaging so and so that that's the format of the program love that the program is incredible like me and my wife have been able to watch it but also just our team uh like i want to ask this though you guys are really good with just curating well not curate like bringing collabing and connecting with different couples from different walks of life and ethnicities backgrounds like what what does that process sort of look like for you guys is it like natural 
does it work out supernatural as far as how, like, okay, let me just ask this. Cause this has been our pain point. How do you find as a married couple sort of running together, starting this journey, find other married couples to really walk and run with? And mm. what are the best ways to go about that? You know, that's, that's an excellent question because our world in the last two years, especially has been so isolated. We've all mm. been islands in our own homes. Yeah. And now that we're coming out of this time, <laughs> uh, we need to find ways to connect again. And for us that now this is back in the stone age back, you know, <laughs> BC before COVID before lots of things. Um, we found the best way to find other couples doing life wow. at the same time as us was through church. Wow. I mean, you know, get back to church, get back to connecting with people on the same life journey that you're on. Yeah. And don't be afraid to kind of invite them into your world. Like, I mean, you've got to be careful who you do invite into your world. But then once you do, you're going to find you make lifelong friends wow. because these are yeah. people who are all on the same journey mm -hmm. you're on, who just want to learn the same lessons you want to learn yeah. and you can help each other in the process. So um, yeah. you're finding a, like a marriage couple <clears throat> that, that are kind of your peers, but also if you can find a couple that yes. can be like marriage mentors to you, yes. like they've been, so they've been uh, in the trenches a lot. Like trenches is not a good word. Cause that sounds like a fight. <laughs> so uh, they, they, they've been, uh, They've got the, a few the more rips. mountaintop for, for so long. Uh, and, but they might have some tips, some ideas yeah. to pass along. Like you could ask them how, when you went through this kind of a thing yeah. and struggle wow. or conflict, you know, how, how do you guys deal with that? You've been married a long time. And so, so your couples that are your peer age group, as well yeah. as maybe a marriage mentor couple and be above you. silent witnesses Beautiful. too, to those older couples, just observe them, watch how they do it well and how they don't do it well. Right. I mean, you can learn a lot just by watching. Wow. Ron and Ann, that is, that is amazing. So good. So good. Um, right here, right now, like how'd y'all come to, oh, sorry. I hit my mic. <laughs> that scared me. He's sorry. excited. He's excited. <laughs> I got super excited. Like got me bumping up against the mic, but, um, really quick question. How'd y'all come together? Like, what was the spark? Like, oh, that's my husband. That's my wife. Like, what was, what did that beginning okay. of the journey look like? Okay. This is a story because I remember every detail of the first time I laid eyes on this guy. What? He remembers hey. none of it. He remembers nothing. <laughs> oh, she, she reminds me of that quite often too. <laughs> he remembers me, it sounds like she's told this story before. <laughs> I, he remembers meeting some girl that day. That's the impression wow. I made on him. Okay. So I was 17 years old. He was 18. He and his brother had just walked into our church. They brought okay. We we just need to back up a little okay. bit, okay. fill in a little bit of the story. Okay, okay. Because uh, he's trying to redeem himself well, my, here, but my, that's okay. You my brother, right my brother and I are, are well. We're from Canada, born and raised in Canada. Anne's from the U.S., born in Texas, or born and raised a lot in Missouri. But her dad was in the army, so yeah, they lived all over the U.S. So. Okay. Wow. So, but we, we ended up meeting at uh, Evangel University in Springfield, Missouri, because my, my brother and I were going down on football scholarships. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so, and in fact, my brother also met his wife there. Okay. And so we, we, uh, when we both both brought them back to Canada. So we say free trade has been good to us. You know, yes. that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. anyway, 
So, so that's the setup. So we were down there and I was just checking out the school. So, uh, yeah. He yeah. wasn't coming to school, but I was starting that fall. Ron was I was going to start a little later. Yeah. So anyway, so my best friend, Kim and I are sitting in church. Church hadn't started yet. And Ron and his brother walk in the other side of church. Okay. And, and, and Reynolds, his brother had a mustache and Ron did not have a mustache. And Kim leans over to me and says, as 17 year old girls do when you're sitting in church, <laughs> waiting for it to start, <laughs> look at the one with the mustache. And I looked at both of them and no. I said, I said, he's okay, but there's something about that other one I really like. Wow. And so after church, I went over and introduced myself to them. And as I said earlier, he doesn't remember any of it. So well, the that thing was, was okay. Time. Yeah, my radar wasn't out because I wasn't starting school yet. You know, it was like okay. a semester later. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, we ended. He ended up starting school a semester later. He asked me out, and actually, guys, just recently, it was the 40th anniversary of our first date. Beautiful. Yep. 40 years wow. ago, just recently, we had yeah. our the anniversary of our first date. So <laughs> oh I was my. I was five at the time. Right. Yeah. Right. Just so we're clear, <laughs> five years old. Okay. That was him. That's the new math, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <But> hey, <laughs> put me out of kindergarten so we could go on our first date. <laughs> You're listening to the Edify Podcast Network. We'll be right back. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. This is the Edify Podcast Network. Welcome back. To answer your question, God God tends to um, connect us with uh, someone that kind of does feel kind of fill the gaps where we're we're maybe not strong yeah. and obviously practice. You guys have found that too, right? With your wives, you found that they're they're oh, different. 100%. Than you. Oh, absolutely. Like I, I am huge vision, and my wife is very systematic and organized. And without her, I am Woo. I'm 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 lucky I'm sitting. Without her, your your visions just go off into the sky and float yeah, away. Absolutely. absolutely. Of your wife. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I recognized uh, that I, I thought, wow, she's this outgoing, vivacious, you know, beautiful. And uh, and I was kind of the more introvert and and quiet and just kind of, uh, yeah. you know, get into the books and do my work. And but, uh, you know, we we met in a psychology class and we, we kind of saw each other across maybe trying to psychoanalyze each other we'd look up and i'd look down and she'd look up and look and she's yeah, looking at it me was, and, it was one anyway, of those things but know. i mustered up the courage yeah. uh, one day after uh, class followed her uh, on the sidewalk and uh asked her out so yeah. and the rest start. the rest is history come on now that's, that's awesome, awesome. <laughs> i love y'all i love the pursuit i love it Yes. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. pursuit right in the house of the Lord where it should start. Come on, now. Oh, absolutely. Presence. absolutely. <laughs> That's, That's amazing. amazing. Oh. Well, you know what? The, the the pursuit idea, though, needs to continue. Like yeah. it, it, in oh, the early wow. stages, the, in the early days when you're getting to know each other and you're you're kind of you're almost studying 
that woman yeah. or that man that, that you want to connect with, you want to know what they like, what they don't like. And you try to meet all those, mm -hmm. those needs as much as possible. And, uh, but this idea of pursuit, it continues like it needs to, for sure. you know, the, the right. Bible, Absolutely. you know, in Genesis where it says a man shall leave his father, and mother, and shall cleave to his wife. And the two become one. That idea of, of cleave is a Hebrew word that that means put active energy into, into holding fast, you know, holding wow. tight. And, and so wow. it's not just something like you're just kind of, hold holding and you know, there's no energy there but it's an active pursuit that's an ongoing thing that's a good and, lesson and to, so to we, all of us absolutely yeah. absolutely absolutely we're, i mean there's so many yeah. things in life where we're like we think once we have it that's it but it actually begins when yep. you yes. right. <laughs> it. um yeah. I, I if it's okay i would love for you guys to speak to something rashawn and i were talking about recently where I found that I was not loving my wife well because I was loving her like I love to be loved. Um, so she she likes quality time and quality time for her is me, you know, having no phone, no, not, you know, not us doing something, just me completely, you know, undistracted, giving yes. her my time. But for me, words of affirmation and, and, and other things. And I would just love for you guys to speak, especially you're saying that you, one person is very extroverted, one person is introverted. What does that process look like? Just kind of figuring it out. Do you, do you have uh, any advice to the young couples out there? Well, I know you you brought up the uh, kind of the love language idea. We've had Dr. Gary Chapman, you know, mm -hmm. we did, he did about 10 different teachings for us for 10 different programs for mm -hmm. yeah. of a better uh, us. Chapman. And so, yeah. of course, he he did the, his five love languages thing. But it, it's so important to kind of as part of pursuing your spouse and kind of studying and knowing is to know, OK, well, what makes her feel loved yeah. might right. be different than what makes me feel loved. Mm -hmm. And the, the longer, and I'm sure you guys are finding this out too, the longer you're married, um, the easier it is to fall into your own way of doing things, your own routine, yeah. your own yeah. needs, what you expect, what you need, because life, like we said, life in the trenches gets, those trenches get deep Absolutely. and those trenches have walls and those trenches become like a self-focused ruts. <laughs> ruts. Exactly. Um, but as we start to learn and really do the work to figure out how to make us a better us, we realize that a lot of times we've got to just kind of set ourselves aside. Now that's not easy wow. to do. And that requires taking pride out of the way because so often we've got to swallow our pride and we've got to say, listen, honey, I have just been focusing on me and how I want to be loved and my needs and what's important to me. And I have so not true. been mm -hmm. focusing on you and I need to do that. So we just have to let go of our own self-interest. Mm -hmm. That's, that's such and a good lesson. Just your know, pride gets in the way and then yeah. humility opens the gate. Boom. Exactly. exactly. And that's uh, agape love is, is, you know, that God kind of love that is different from some of the other ones that are translated love in the Bible. But the Greek words have, have had different ones. Like there's, yeah. there's brotherly love, the mm -hmm. philia and yeah. store game or family love, you know, father and a mother, parent child love. And there's different ones, but this agape is the only one that's really not rooted in emotions. It, it's, oh. it's foundational. It's sacrificial. Yeah. And, and it, uh, you know, is unconditional yeah. and it thinks yeah. about the other person's needs before your own. Wow. And that's exactly what, 
what uh, is used in the famous John 3.16, for God so agape the world mm. that he gave right. his only right. son. So it's committed, unconditional love. It's all in, baby. And that's what wow. you committed yeah. to the altar. So good. Kid, I, I love this because there may be someone out there listening right now, and it's a husband or it's a wife. And um, because of, you know, just the you know, either even darkest time of their, they're going through the darkest time of their life. And what is a way to like forgive your spouse and mm-hmm. like sort of not attach your emotions to the moment, but like, how do we sort of exude that agape love in our marriage and, and, and not turn back to that mentality? Like I'm going to be angry with him all the time or hurt all the time, but this is how, this is where forgiveness start. Where does that start in our marriage? And what are some practical ways today? If someone's listening, they can just love, love their husband or wife out of the situation they may be in, whether it's addicted to pornography or whether it's uh, Hey, he's spending up all this money or gambling problem. Like what is the way we can like graciously meet our spouse where they are? If it's, knee deep in like a sinful like rhythm or you know is there a way to walk with them through that that's a really good question and and that you i think you hit on the answer at the beginning of your question okay what your your role in this place is a choice you have a choice to make are you going to be mired down in the emotion in the pain in the bitterness of everything that's swirling around you? Or are you going to remove yourself from that emotion, plant your feet firmly on the covenant love that you Mm -hmm. committed to, and then deal with all of that exterior stuff from this place with God's help? Because this, some people go through deep, deep stuff. I mean, our marriages are made up of a million different stories. I mean, some of them are shallow and and really superficial and Mm -hmm. others are heavy and deep and dark. And the point is when you're in the middle of those really deep, dark stories that we all walk through, some of them are darker than others for different people. You have to realize I need to keep a future focus. What I'm standing in right now is not forever. What I'm standing in right now hurts. It's painful. It's something that I wish did not happen. I wish our lives were not in the middle of this mess, this storm, but we are standing on covenant love and we will deal with that mess together. Now, sometimes one of the couple does not want to deal with it. They're not in the same place. They're either walking through the bitterness or they're living in the, the, the storm, enjoying yeah. the storm. Oh. But it's up to that one person in the couple to stand on that covenant love. Like Ron said, stand in that agape love. Wow. That I'm not wow. basing this on the Ooh. feelings of what's happening, but on what I'm committed to. Beautiful. I, I, I love that so much because um, what... What, you know, what you said prior kind of led into that, just thinking about, so love is indicative of choice. And if we are to reciprocate God's love, the, the Bible tells us that Jesus died while we were sinners, while we were enemies of him. Exactly. He loved us so much that he gave, you know, him, himself for us. Yes. And man, I, I think that is both practical and spiritual. And that's really going to speak to someone that's in the middle of something and they just don't know where to turn. 
Well, we, Ephesians 5 is the great you know, kind of the marriage uh, encouragement by the Apostle Paul, which says, mm-hmm. husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church mm-hmm. and gave himself for her. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that, that's, that's, the, that's the kind that's of love that love. says, OK, I'm going to forgive you. Uh, mm-hmm. because that's the right thing to do because I love you unconditionally. Uh, and it, it is the kind of love when we think of what God has forgiven us of, yeah. <clears throat> how, how can we not also be so thankful to God mm-hmm. that we could forgive uh, his beloved child, our spouse. And, and I just want to add one point to that. Um, just as a little footnote, if a spouse is living in an abusive situation, you need to get yourself safe. Okay, deal with the storm from a safe place. It doesn't mean you're walking away from the marriage. It means you're just protecting yourself. You're protecting your kids. Mm -hmm. Whatever is happening, you need to be safe, but you're not giving up on dealing with the mess that's happening, whatever's going on. Yeah, that's 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 so much wisdom where you're you're committed to the commitment, but you know, forgiveness can also come with boundaries. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. That's really good. Really good. Now, just to transition just a little bit, because we got parents on here. Uh, Would y'all have any like just insight to share with those who have young men that they're raising? Because me and Josh got young men. This may be a question like have young men that they're raising. How how can we teach them better to respect and protect and like champion the women of the next generation mm-hmm. through all this stuff that's happening? You know, with you know, we got TikTok, we got kids like I mean, all, although God is using it in a beautiful way, they're just Social media is the sea of insecurity. Like comparison is all time high. People are taking their lives because of, you know, they don't look the part or, you know, their life. Yeah. It's, it's, oh man, it's just painful to see, but what, what are ways we can raise even this doesn't even have to be young boys, but children in general in this day and age. Well, for, for me, the th- first thing that comes to mind is you teach them by example. That's exactly how, what I'm how do you say. treat their mother? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. And uh, and that's something that you need to uh, you know exhibit that kind of of love and mm-hmm. respect and honor uh, okay. to her okay. in the home, yeah. and they see that, and they, they also do. they also see when when there's yelling, when there's bickering, when there's conflict, when there's even you know physical uh, abuse. It, that that's something that leaves a, a scar, and it somehow in their psyche they're thinking, well, I guess that's how you treat women. Mm-hmm. And and an important important point to make is don't discount the importance of your tone of voice with your wife of your words with your wife, of your attitude, um, your body language, your sons, your children, your sons and daughters are watching you closely. They may never admit it. They may never want to, to show that they are, but they're watching everything. It's you are imprinting on them how a man treats a woman. You are imprinting on them how a, how a girl thinks she deserves to be treated. And so if, if you treat your wife, how you want your sons to treat their wives, that's that's what they will model. And your daughter will not put up with anything less than what she sees coming out of your mouth, your body language towards your wife. 
Woo, Ron and Ann, y'all so preaching. Where y'all That's so good. How many books y'all got out? Come on, man. <laughs> we ready. The show. Yeah, that, that, yeah. that makes me think of uh, one of my favorite books, uh, Robert Coleman, uh, The Master Plan of Evangelism. And one of the quotes I like in oh, that yeah. is people are looking for a demonstration, not an explanation. And oh, I think um, good. It, it's so true. It's like, how, how do we love each other? And then our kids are watching us. They are. Yeah. yeah. They are. We want to have the kind of marriage that makes our kids want to get married. grow up and get married themselves yeah. someday saying that yeah. that looks good. I, mm-hmm. I want, and thankfully, thank God, uh, all three of our children are married. Yeah. Um, and we have five grandkids and one on the way. And, yeah. and we're, we just thank the Lord that they're, they're serving him and, and we can, uh, get together we can have have uh, the ongoing great relationship with them and you guys you know you both said you've been married five years we're here to tell you it gets better mm-hmm. it gets better You're, you you <laughs> yeah. might come into a place in your marriage where things kind of you know, get, get kind of muddy because you're so busy. You've got small children. You're so busy. There's schedules to meet. You've got deadlines. She's got things she's doing. You've got things you're doing. But the point is to always focus on each other first. Your kids will benefit more when they see that you are each other's biggest cheerleader than if they see that that you're their biggest cheerleader. Oh, they want to know I, that mom and dad oh. are safe. Mom and dad are a rock. They're a yeah. unit that I can depend on. And it just gets better yeah. and better. And we need to realize that, that our children are a temporary assignment. That's all right? true. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Marriage has to be number one. The kids come after God's number one. God's and then, one. then your marriage yeah, and then your kids. It. Yeah. Uh, because some, someday they're going to leave the nest. Yeah. And, and, and so, some people, you know, after at that point, they have empty nests, but they have an empty marriage as well. Oh, you know, they, think, haven't, they haven't made it a priority. Wow. Yeah, I, I think that from um, from the premarital classes that my wife and I went through um, to some of the mentors that we've had, I think that has been the most foundational, important, best advice that I have given a young married couple. It's like, if you neglect the hierarchy of how God wants you to function first, you to have an individual, you know, independent dependency on him, lead your wife, then your family. But if, you know, having those young kids, it's hard, but that's when I find that our house is out of whack. It's like, what's going on? It's like, okay, um, yeah. the, the, the baby is taking over the house. <laughs> uh, let, let's get things back in check. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Okay, uh, so and your individual relationship with God is so so important because we all often say on, on our program, "closer to God means closer to each other." Yeah, yeah. that's the bottom line. And, and that's so what you need to really make sure. Because as you do that, you become more like Christ, right? And then that's the goal: and be like Christ, and more of the fruit of the Spirit yeah. are coming out. And and when you think of the fruit of the Spirit in the context of lo- of a marriage, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, isn't goodness, that what we all you know, want? isn't that yeah. some great context <laughs> yeah. of marriage? Totally. And so it makes a huge difference your your connection with God and your daily yeah. walk with Him. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I, I got to ask this question. I got at least one more. I know Josh may have one more. And then we'll, I can tell you guys for hours. <laughs> yeah, I know for hours, literally. We definitely got to have y'all back on pronto. But uh, I wanted to ask this, you know, marriages typically, you know, especially Christian marriages are seen with all this joy, this laughter, this intimacy, you know. But I wanted to ask with you two being so amazingly driven with this amazing ministry, um, 
And like, how do you guys keep like the fire burning strong, like while you're doing ministry? But like, because I wonder, we're going to, yeah, me and my wife want to do more marriage ministry and come together and do like, I mean, ministering from a place where um, it's just, it seems like it's, yeah, it's kind of challenging to because we got so much going on, but how can y'all minister to keep your marriage intact and strong, but also have all this stuff going on, but, but, but minister well and, and thoroughly in that, you know, that's a great question uh, because we, we do, uh, you know, we go out and we, we travel and we'll do marriage seminars, whether it's a date night or a weekend thing, or just yeah. a, an all day Saturday uh, seminar series. And, and we'll, we'll do that. And, and that, uh, not so much during COVID, of course, that, totally, that is kind of totally. shut down and we but fo- it's coming back. focused on the media ministry and the TV program and, and YouTube and so on. But, uh, but it's so important when we are um, just at home and we're working together because we're, we're always together because we, yeah. we work <laughs> mo- mostly from home and, you know, that, that can be good. And sometimes, you know, it can be a struggle because yeah. uh you know if you got to really got got to get along well to, oh, to do that yeah. but uh, what what we found is that our own individual uh personal walk with god but let, let me put it this way the best thing anyone can ever do for their marriage is is have a personal vital growing That's relationship right. with jesus christ mm-hmm. because uh as you do that he does allow as i mentioned those fruit of the spirit to, to be evident and you have more patience you know for mm-hmm. for yeah. your spouse but I, and i've seen a direct correlation in my life uh between the, the time i spend in, in a devotional time with God, you know, in prayer, reading yeah. his word uh, and my resistance to any type of temptation yeah. out there, because when, when, when my, when my uh, walk with him is kind of gets onto the back burner and I'm not, not really strong there, I, I can be a lot more susceptible to anything out there that I know I, I shouldn't be doing. So, mm-hmm. so there, there, and so, and that affects our relationship yeah. as well. And quite often we say in our, our seminars, marriage is like trying to go up a down escalator, yeah. you know, a down escalator and you're trying to go up. You're constantly having to do things to make progress wow. to just even stand still. You've got to keep yeah. working because the but, natural flow of society and everything is working down. against you. It's trying to bring you down. Backwards. That makes and so sense. it, it's constant work, you put the but, extra but it's yeah. worth it. And it starts with Rashawn and, and Josh, it starts with having your best friend. This God is your God. best friend, keeping that focus that this person is more important than any other person on the planet to you. That's- Just keep reminding yourself of that. This mm-hmm. is your best friend. And, and when you start to get tempted to think about all the stuff that bugs you about her yeah. or him, Start to remind yourself things that you would never change about yeah. her or him because it Beautiful. takes work. I love that. I love that. That answers my question spot, spot on because I was trying to convey it like, because, you know, one, being a CEO of a company, but also being an influencer, author, like, and then on this side, yes, we want to continue to chase after being a vibrant, you know, marriage and, you know, have our individual walk with God. 
Um, but it feels like at times I'm tempted to put uh, other things before my marriage and then have an excuse like, honey, I got to go earn, you know, this income, take care of the family and all this stuff. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's God, it's our marriage. And then it's, it's the mission, it's the ministry. And, you know, the ministry mm-hmm. can be in the marketplace, but at the end of the day, we got to have those things in place. Absolutely. So th- thank y'all for sharing that. That's a really helpful, even for I, me. As I a think that answers so many questions that someone can possibly have. And uh, also, it also gives you the strength when when things come along <clears throat> that are are a challenge that that uh, that are may- maybe uh, a health challenge, and and right. and so you know at some point maybe an- another uh, podcast we can tell you about a journey that uh, Anne recently went through with breast cancer and all the chemotherapy and the losing all her hair and and mm-hmm. and uh, how the Lord brought her through that and what I as a as a husband kind of learned how I can support her mm-hmm. during that time and how God was really the That's rock. That's another story for another day. <laughs> okay. Oh, it hey, sounds we'll like an incredible story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll definitely have you guys back here soon. Uh, if Unless Josh has any other questions, I'll jump to our humor. Uh, yeah. First question. You, you should probably just cut me off because I'll just keep asking questions <laughs> and we'll be on here for two hours. <laughs> hey, we love it. We love it. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Well, uh, Josh, you can ask question number two, but I'll start with okay, number one. Okay. How's that, brother? All right. Okay. All right. All right. Here's question number one. Okay. If you guys could go anywhere in the world together, anywhere in the world together, uh, where would it be? And like, why? Like, why? What would be the purpose of y'all going there? Oh. Wow. Okay. He would probably answer something different than what I would answer. Okay. I, oh. I wonder what you would answer. <laughs> I'm gonna, now, now yeah, I'm going to be put on the spot. I'm going to have to take her wherever she's going. <laughs> Where would you go? Well, I was thinking, even though we've been there a number of times, we brought a lot of tour groups. I just love going to Israel and, mm. and seeing oh, nice. the footsteps of Jesus mm-hmm. and, and the Holy Land and different areas around there. And just because the Bible comes alive and it, it, uh, Absolutely. It's always been very special when, when we've gone and we're yeah. looking forward to going back. And for me, I love history. I'm, I'm a history buff. So I would love to just go to Europe and visit the castles and visit the, the, the very historical places that you read about and you've learned about and just tour and stand in those places and look at those art museums. And I mean, that, that to me is Wonderful. I, I guess I was being more spiritual. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but that's perfect, though. They're both very historical places, right? Yeah, yes. yeah really. Yeah. Y'all, hey, you, and plus it's a quick flight over, right, from Israel to Yeah, Israel. yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Probably yeah. not too far. We but. could drop into a beach somewhere, too. I wouldn't mind that at all. <laughs> <laughs> my, my question would be, uh, let's say that um, a young couple being yourselves. Uh, so you're ministering to yourselves. Uh, you're, you're going through premarital counseling. You're engaged. You're ready to get married. Uh, in, individually, what invite, what advice would you give her? And what would you, what would advice would you give him? Wow. That is an excellent question. Do you want to go first? Well, I would, I would say that be prepared uh, that the, the differences between you, although you, you knew there were some going into it, there will even be more and you'll you'll realize, OK, this person is really different and you need to accept those differences. <clears throat> like what one, she's a lot more emotional than I am. And I, I, I remember someone asking me a little ways into marriage. So what have, what have you learned? 
about marriage. I said, how, how emotional women can be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, yeah. and so, but even, uh, even on our wedding day, we discovered that maybe that's another story that's for another, another story. Yeah. But, that's but, a story for another uh, day. On, during our <laughs> cere- story, wedding though. ceremony, we discovered how different we were, uh, in reaction to, um, well, you just might oh. spit it out, spit it out. <laughs> two, two of our groomsmen fainted on our wedding day. During the ceremony. During the ceremony. During our ceremony. Oh, they, two they, they, they both went down. Yeah. And so well, how we reacted to that. Uh, was kind of volumes about how different yeah. we are from each other. But anyway, I, that's another story. No big deal for me. And uh, she yeah. thought the world was ending and she's crying. And anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so so maybe just, uh, in, you know, you, you know, you can have differences. You need to learn to appreciate them and uh, and live with them. And I would say to myself, my younger self, I was 20 when we got married and we've been married uh, 38 years. So that makes me 38. Just, just saying. <laughs> oh, here we go. Um, so I would say to myself, uh, don't major on the minors. There's so many things that I made a big deal of that weren't that important. That's Don't it. worry about it. Just relax. Just, you know, it's, it's going to be okay. You don't have to worry about things so much. You don't have right. to be on top of the things so much, just relax and enjoy the blessing that God has given you and work together as a team and just, yeah, keep the emotions down a little bit. I mean, I, I think that's probably the biggest lesson that my wife and I have learned. You know, I, we've moved six times in five years, um, about to be seven. <laughs> and, and you've got three little ones. Three too. Little, yeah. little ones. And just, you know, life has been, life has been hectic. And um, we've just, we've just, you know, my wife being a big time planner, we've just learned like, okay, whatever life is going to throw at us, it's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because we have each other. Mm-hmm. That's a mm. perfect lesson. I love that yeah. lesson. Yeah. Good. Okay. All right. Here's our final question. Okay. If there is a favorite, favorite memory in your marriage, what would it be? Like, what was a favorite sort of memory between both of you pertaining to your marriage? And it could be like a hilarious moment. It could be more like, wow, um, I have an Xmas, uh, you know, Christmas on a, on a beach somewhere. And then I don't know, like it could be whatever. Okay. Well, I, I remember there was a time in our marriage while we were, uh, you know, busy. We were, we were probably at the stage where you guys are with the young kids and everything's busy and your life is busy. And, um, and we, it's easy to kind of drift Apart, just because you're not putting that effort in, into staying close and, and just yeah. the, the currents of all the things going on can kind of cause you to drift. And uh, and so I, I realized I wasn't really paying the attention to her that I needed to. And and so it's when I gave her a new nickname. Got it. OK. And, uh, and, I, That's and cool. the nickname was Treasure. And so wow. and, and by calling her that treasure is a, you know a memory that comes to mind because it, it reminded me of what I really have here in her mm-hmm. don't take uh, advantage of it don't don't uh, just think 
you know, it should always be there and I, and I don't have to put any effort. But yeah. but when we talk about treasure, you take care of those things you treasure, right? Yeah. You If you have a, a really nice car, maybe it's in the garage, it's, it has a cover over it and you you, you take care of it, you totally. clean it and you take things that you treasure, you take care of and you put effort into. Yeah. And so that was my reminder for me and a reminder for her of the importance of our relationship. You know, that's a really good answer because if I'm going to answer that question, I would say, uh, I would just, I guess, jump on board with that one because we were so busy. We were like roommates, wow. kind of keeping keeping life together, keeping all the balls in the air. And it was when he started calling me treasure that it just kind of, it woke me up. It's like, wow. wait a second. It, it was, cool. it was such a romantic gesture. And then he started signing all of his cards to me, you know, to treasure, or he would, we would leave notes. This is before texting. We would leave <laughs> notes, sticky notes for each other in the bathroom or in the car or wherever in the, in the cupboard on my favorite mug. Love and it's just, I love you treasure. Man. Like those That's kinds good, of things. Ron. That's good, bro. And yeah, that, that turned the tide for us. Our, I mean, this was many years ago, but that really turned. Oh, cool. And that that's a good memory, actually. It, I like that. Help, helps us become a better us. As there our, you go. Yeah. And hey. can, that's what I was going to ask. So where can everyone, they're listening in, they're, they're just sold now. Like, where can they find you guys and how can they connect with you? Uh, in a more deeper way. Well, the the simplest, because you can connect to everything from there, is abetterus.tv is our website. And so just abetterus.tv. Mm-hmm. And in fact, we, we just very recently launched a new podcast yeah. called, called yeah. A Better Us. Uh, in, in addition yeah. to the TV program and, and our, our YouTube channel, we have like 280 some videos on there that are just the smaller bites of the program. Love. topically arranged that people can can see there uh follow us on facebook we have you know a lot of things happening uh on social media mm-hmm. every day we put posts we have a weekly uh subscription a, a free subscription to our weekly marriage moment it's called mm-hmm. and every friday there's a, an email with some encouragement with a little video uh highlight a little bite size encouragement for your marriage and, and so all that can be found at a better tv also on our website at a better tv you can uh figure out find out how to have us come to your church or come we would love to come and do get back out now that the world is opening up go. again yeah. Come and do some some marriage fun with your 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 people, and and we do a date night that involves comedy and and teaching, and it's just a music, a lot of fun. There's lots of things we do, so just Amazing. connect with us. We'd love to to yeah. meet you. Love it, love it. Awesome. Well, thank y'all so much for joining us, Ron and Ann. We hope to have y'all back here soon. God bless you guys, your ministry. God bless you too, you guys. For blessing our marriage. Come on now. Ain't Absolutely. that right, Josh? Absolutely. I definitely gleaned something from that. <laughs> totally. Great. Well, Rashawn and Joshua, thank you so much. It's, it's been a pleasure. Be we we look forward to the next time. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely.